Haha, under. Nez, officially. Oh, under. there it is. Under. 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 You never know what's going to happen here under. on Live from Rabs, from inside Rabs Country Lanes. We're inside. It's quite empty. Expect the unexpected. Expect right. the unexpected. That's right. Uh, I don't know what we win, but uh, Jim Episcopia said he was on board, and Joe asked for his $200 because he passed go. Assuming Jim was playing Monopoly. Pay up, Jim. Yeah. He said on board. I'm assuming Monopoly. Now, Pay up. Joe, he could have also been letting us know that he was here and not late because the last That's few true. days uh, we've had to put some people into detention. Yes, he didn't want to be, uh, he didn't want to pay the toddy fee. So, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, it is a beautiful day out today, I have to say. It is. It I went is. out. I, I mean, actually put my furniture out on my patio in my backyard. I yes. uh, went out and I checked out my grill. I think I'm going to grill later today. Yeah, today's a good grill day. I, it's planted beautiful. a couple plants in the front. It was nice. Nice. Was nice to have some extended time outside. Yes. Nice. Nice day today. Nice. Day. <laughs> yeah, Kevin, Kevin tells us he's got no more guessing. We have too much control. Oh. <laughs> you finally figured it out, Kevin. <laughs> you know, you, although you really never know. That's, right? that's how you, you rig it. Come on. Yes. We're just talking about bookies. You can, yeah. Well, yeah. That's a whole other story. <laughs> you can Jimmy rig anything. That's yeah. Okay. It's funny. It was. Every day that I've that we've decided to that I've decided to grill and that's what we plan. It's been raining. Yeah, it's been cold. Yeah. So today I'm excited because it's nice. And then tomorrow is going to be another like crappy be day. Yeah, another crappy day tomorrow. Yeah. More rain. Yeah. Bowling things. weather on a Sunday when people can't bowl. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's Happy right. Saturday. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. And we really know it's Saturday because one. The one and only. I'm Joe back. Cal's here. Joe Cal is with I'm us back. in the studio. Saturday. Uh, and it's uh, uh oh, what we dubs. That wasn't a bottle of water, was it? No, no. it was. Uh, <laughs> it was one of the bobbles. It was my bobblehead. It's my guy. Okay. Um, and it's yeah, it's Saturday, so that means PBA USBC Hall of Famer Mike Albee is here. He's, is here with us today. Not in in the house. He's around. He's around. He's not here. Here, but he's around. Yep. Oh, we're excited. We got a great show today. Yep. We had a good week. Tomorrow we're going to start off yeah, a new week. Fresh. Sunday, beginning of the week. Episode 35, Joe. Wow. 35. Wow. Who would have thought? <laughs> 35. <laughs> Who would have thought? I have to tell you, though, just a little tidbit. Shout out to Chuck Gardner for what he said yesterday. I went to my locker when I got here. Got here a little early today. <laughs> Opened the locker. Took my ball out of the carrier. And I made a quick sign of the cross and said, please let my thumb feel okay. Because <laughs> it's been a while. I put my thumb in. I said... Hmm, not bad. Went down by lane two, stood over there, took about 10 or 12 swings with the ball. Didn't feel loose. Everything was All nice. Right, and I'm ready to go. Okay. Whenever we open up, I'm ready. I'm ready to start leaving more 10 pins and five pins. I'm ready to go. <laughs> the five pins. The five pins. The king. For, for those that have watched, you've heard a lot about the five pins. Yes, here, indeed. Uh, and Joe's experience with the five pins. You know, with all those I, revs I have on the ball, you know. Joe, you're very lucky because we really don't let anybody into the inner sanctum. Yes, yes I, know. I know. We've had many ask. But... I know. I'm I'm blessed and I feel honored. Believe He me. didn't actually bowl. No, I didn't bowl. I he stood on bowl. the by, by lane two and just swung the ball back and forth. And after 10, 12. Back in the carrier, back in the locker. See you when I see you. I haven't bowled. Naz has nobody's bowled. Oh, the kids, my niece and yeah. nephew. Oh, the kids I have bowled. And other than the family, Joe and the exterminator are pretty much the only people that have been in the building. Well, besides Jimmy and yeah. and uh, Piero, but yeah. their family. Well, Mar Marco and his crew were here for a yes. while, right? Yeah, and then, but they yeah, haven't been. They haven't been here. here. The only other outsiders were uh, 
yesterday Manhattan Beer sadly uh in a good way, it, good for us, but sadly had to pick up product. Oh, okay. uh, we had beer product that we okay. had to uh, exterminate. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, really, nobody's been so, you, you know, Joe, you're lucky. I feel and, jo and Joe Bruno, wherever you are, we know you're checking in, but we, we hope you're all right. You. We miss you. Yeah, Joe is. We know you're not allowed to leave the house. No, he's watching the draft. Choice or not. My phone is blowing up. I'm on a group text with Joe Bruno, Tony Everett, Mike Giovanazzo, and Rob D'Onofrio. And since the draft started on Thursday, Thursday night, night, I must have gotten about 3,600 texts about who the Jets are going to take and who they're not going to take and why did they take this guy. I love those guys dearly, but they don't work. They think they work. You don't work for ESPN. Easy on the text, boys. <laughs> it's okay. You know, don't they know that there's there are other things happening? I, it's You know what, though? It's the first live sport. It really event. isn't. Uh, yeah, other it's things the first, happening. No, live from Rob's is happening. Well, live from oh, well, Rob's for happening. Right, for I mean, an hour and a half. But I have to say, that yeah. the, the, the draft, it was exciting because. It was, yeah. For the major sports, we haven't had anything. Yeah. And uh, to have except the NFL draft, except for WrestleMania. <laughs> but to have the NFL draft and get excited for your team's picks, and even though it's the Jets, we're Jet fans, and that's a whole nother. We could spend hours talking about that. But it's – uh. It's something nice. So hopefully uh, we get live sports back soon. I got a little excited for a couple Jets picks. Yeah. You know, they made some good picks. You know, I, yeah. I, I, well, I, I guess that's the uh, the good part about finishing lower in the yes. standings which is that very, you get better picks. Which we are very used to for quite a long time. So, but we'll, we'll, see. we'll see. So speaking of sports, it, and we haven't really talked about sports at all, but. Yeah. Did anybody see the Gronk uh, adjoining yeah. uh, with Brady in Tampa with Bay? Brady in Tampa Bay. Yes. I I didn't foresee that happening. I didn't either. I don't think anybody did. Money talks. Yo, so. You know, I saw. I watched a, a special. I'm not sure if it was 60 Minutes or one of those short ESPN. The E60. Ones, the E60. Uh, about Gronk, yeah. and he was talking about. Um, uh, his like injuries and concussions and how he felt like it affected right. his life. And he really seemed like he was ready to get off the football roller coaster type yeah, thing. And he I was. guess uh, well, Brady he got his him. head snapped around. I think so. Either I think Brady, you know, going down to uh, a new team in a new city in a warmer climate maybe had something to do with it. Maybe. They have that connection, he and Brady, yeah. you know, so. Yeah. I thought it was. I was really surprised to hear that. Yeah, I. I said I hope for the best for him because uh, the head injury thing is is a scary. Yeah, it's a it's uh, you know if you really read up on it, and it it's scary. Uh, it is bad. It's those concussions. It's a scary deal because yeah, it uh, it's cumulative over yeah. years and years. Yeah, remember the poor guy so. that played for the Giants. He played for the Bears and the Giants. Dave Dorson. Yeah concussions and he wound up unfortunately taking his own life because yeah, he had yeah. post-traumatic with the concussions from all the hits and everything so yeah it's definitely takes so a toll. kevin said his wrestling career didn't take off no so <laughs> he <laughs> went back yeah that, that's true yeah kevin. that's uh yeah he's a big goofball anyway Grant. He, he likes is, to have fun yeah, yeah. that's listen i pray for his well-being yes we'll see what happens yeah Listen, I wish the best for him. I wish everybody would make money and make lots of it. And too. he's still young. He's, I don't even, is yeah, he even like guy. early 30s? And that's why I, I, I was actually impressed at that age, at well, pretty much the height of his career, yeah. to make a decision like that, yeah. which is a substantial yes. decision to make. And it was before Brady. Left. Yeah, before so, Brady. Uh, yep, that's right. Um, yeah, it was just interesting. Uh, but listen, again, 
Yeah, no fun with Bill. <laughs> no fun with Bill. Yeah, <laughs> Patriots fan, so he know he's having a tough time right now. Ronnie lost Brady, lost Gronk. It's don't worry, Ronnie. You still get to play the Jets twice a year, so it's okay. <laughs> hey. You know what? We have a season to look forward to, and hopefully, yes. You know, ba- yeah. well, well, I listen. It's baseball season. I, I I'm uh, still struggling here. Uh, yeah, but, I, I, let's see. Let's see. I'm predicting, and Lord knows, I've been wrong plenty. But I'm saying we're going to have half a baseball season. Yeah. The All Star break is going to be, in my opinion, when the season is going to start around the All Star break. So, and we're going to have 81 games, which, in theory, 81 games is enough to determine, you know. How I guess it'll is. have to be this year. It'll it'll be interesting. Yeah. Um it'll be interesting to see how how stadiums open up. You know, I yeah. actually now that you say that, I heard them talking on the radio this week about changing like uh all baseball would be played maybe in one city. Two states. Two right. Arizona. Right. And, and Florida. Right, right, right. Yeah. Correct. And where your spring training site is, if that's what you- that's your league. So in other words, it wouldn't be a traditional AL and an NL. It would be where you have your practice facility. That's your league right now. So the Arizona teams play amongst themselves. Right. The Florida teams play. And then at the end, when all is said and done, they pick a neutral site somewhere else and play there. Joe, so you heard it here first. Breaking news. This is Joe's prediction. Just my theory. <laughs> don't, don't bet on it because the Lord knows I've been wrong for one. And if there's inside information here, uh, Joe, we don't want to get you in trouble. No, it's not. No, we don't cover <laughs> baseball. Well, ESPN, Sunday Night Baseball, but ESPN doesn't. They, they don't look at ABC Sports as a real. Yeah, you know, you know. I, I, I'm sure that they're going through the same thing that Frankie and I are going through. You know, yeah. we're, we're trying to. We're trying to discuss all the possible yeah. scenarios going forward. Yeah. And, you know, a, a, a few days pass by, something, you know, diff- information changes. Yeah. So now you have to change your, you know, your plans. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and I could just imagine with uh, uh, something like Major League Baseball, any major sport, yeah. Um, that's got to be a lot of moving parts. Yeah, to, for sure. I'm sure. A lot to consider. Yeah. A lot to consider. Yep. We'll see. Yeah. Time will tell. We set a date, May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. <laughs> and with your spirit. I, I, no, you know, May the 4th. I was being funny. Yeah, being, being funny. Right here. Yeah. 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 I know that. Yeah. Uh, and we'll, uh, we'll circle back. Yeah. Uh, so hello to everybody. I'm sorry. Oh, we John Sorrentino. <laughs> hey, John. Nice to see you. Uh, and Kent, oh, so Kenny now goes into tension. Kenny Soto, yeah, he was he's late. late. He's got a good reason, though. I think this is pretty cool. Yeah. St. Joseph by the Sea was dropping signs congratulating oh, all the cool seniors. That Farrell did that. Yeah. That's also. cool. Congrats That's to all really the seniors. Cool. Congrats uh, to all the seniors. And you know, uh, a conversation we were having a couple weeks ago with Janine Murphy, uh, the schools are making their efforts to make sure they yeah. celebrate their seniors. And so they'll get their due. Yeah. It'll just be different. Yeah, it'll be very different. It'll just be de- very different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's gonna, you know, and uh, you know, you just, you know, uh, a, a friend of mine uh, said in one of her posts that she hopes that they uh, look at this as a gift, uh, and uh, you know, things are gonna be different, and uh, yeah, but you have to look, you know, you have to try to put a positive spin on things like this that happen is yeah. out of your control. Out of everybody's. Yeah, so. we got to try to get glass half full. Sorrentino's prediction, uh, Vince McMahon must be a little pissed about Gronk. <laughs> <laughs> he probably is. Yeah, he probably but is. But again, money talks. Money right? talks. Hey, yep. so it's Saturday. 
uh, we could talk all day, but yeah. it's not about us. We've got a, a special guest yes, with us today. Do. I'm yes, sorry we do. Uh, nothing for you to be sorry no. about. I felt bad for Mike because poor Mike's got is listening to <laughs> Mike us. Mike had to listen to all just this. talk about nothing. <laughs> no, it was great. Hey, uh, Michael, welcome. Hey, Mike. Oh, Hi, Mike. Guys, hello. How are you doing? Uh, you know, about like everybody else. You know, you just kind of. Um, I've got a couple businesses which are both not uh, happening. So you know, you go each day and make sure they're all right and the building's okay and locked up. And uh, you know, we've got a small handful of staff that we we try to keep on and um, you know give them something to do and and hopefully pay enough of their bills to till we get back open. Yeah, we hear you. Uh, I've, obviously, you could see. Uh, I'm sure this is with your bowling center looks like too. <laughs> you could hear a pin drop, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, oh, I like pump, that. Pump. Appearing here nightly, take That's care of your waiters and waitresses. Good, yes. good job. Yeah. Good job. Uh, we like that. We've been dropping the puns. Yeah. I like that. That's, That's not one we've one. dropped. Yeah. It's a good one. It's a good one, Mike. Well, well, and earlier you guys saved it because you didn't spill water on the approach. And I've been watching. So you guys have done a good job of keeping things up. <laughs> we have. We, we, although we had a mystery sticky yeah, spot. Yeah, uh, it's spot been taken it's, care of. Yeah. But we walked on, we walked on to the Is it gone now? set. And there so was a mystery gone. sticky, sticky spot of me approach. It's gone. I took a little paper towel and wiped it. Maybe, but, maybe but the I, ghost. I don't know. Maybe the somebody's trying to tell us something. Is Milton back there? Milton's here. He's, I'm, he's I'm telling you, around. Milton yeah. is here. He's around. He's always here. Yeah. Uh, he's been here. Well, Mike, thank you. One, thank you for accepting our invitation and, and coming in and to talk with us. I know you've been watching. We've been kind of we've been laughing about it. Uh, <laughs> Mike did say he he watched yesterday, so he make to make sure he didn't get bumped. <laughs> And of all people, you'd be the last one oh, that we'd be definitely, definitely. And and actually, and for the record, we really haven't bumped anyone. Anybody. They've bumped us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's okay. Yeah. We don't. We don't. No, know. Well, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> so where? <laughs> where is your state? Uh, as far as um social distancing are you pretty much all with the rest of us and do you have any date going forward or uh we're in indiana so uh our governor's kind of done this uh group package with i think it's ohio illinois michigan uh there's like six or seven states so they're trying to work together and kind of move uh in a group like that but each one of them still seems to be kind of adjusting a little bit uh, our bowling center's been closed since uh, march the 16th uh, all my ice rinks have been closed since march the 16th um, they're currently saying, you know, only non-essential work can be done. Um, so, uh, we're looking at May 1st is what they're saying, but it's going to go in phases and there's still going to be an extension past that. But they just haven't said when and how yeah. long. Yeah. You know, so right now it's just, you're in the planning stages of, okay, what does it look like at your, your business? Uh, how can you do it right and keep everybody's, you know, the, the buildings separated and spread out and cleaned and do you know, a time frame. So. And even when you do that, I think you're going to adjust as, you know, the, yeah. the different people come in. You're going to have to make adjustments where, where it bogs down and, you, yeah. know, you know, separate people. So, uh, you know, it's one of those things you don't know, but you just continue to plan. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's it's like we have plans for uh, so many different things and you yeah. just don't, you know, everybody goes, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> I wish we knew. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's why I tell yeah. them we just kind of take the, the street down the road and then make sure you got a plan for the left and a plan to the right. So yeah, there, there's bucket one, there's bucket two, yeah. there's bucket three. Yeah. Uh, so we're, yeah, our, our, our pause date is, is currently May 15th, May 15th which this right? it, for us here in New York, of course, we have a lot more cases uh, and the population. Uh, 
but this past week, a lot of these states have ex- have now extended to that May 15th yeah. date, yes. which makes us think t- to that point, it's prob- we'll probably get extended again probably. for a little bit. But we don't know. Yeah. Again, if, if the caseloads con- continues to drop, yeah. then right. we'll be in good shape. Right. Uh, but it, again, to your point, it's the unknown. It's been yeah. interesting to see uh, Georgia uh, kind of come back online. A little bit. I don't know if you – did you watch any of that today on TV? I did not. I was saving it for later. Oh, okay. uh, but so I didn't, we'll you could talk about it. it. I just yeah, didn't watch we'll it. Talk about it later. We can talk about it later. No, no. I was talking about saving it for later. Maybe when I get home, not for conversation. Oh, uh, yeah. I haven't they, watched it. They just showed uh, <laughs> one of the centers that was staying closed and uh, another one that had opened. And uh, they kind of spoke to them about how they're handling things and they were using every other lane. Okay. I would say probably every other pair. Um, they were limiting how many people in each pair of lanes. And it looked like they had some tables set up with some disinfecting stuff. But it, honestly, when they showed the people outside, uh, it looked like everybody was a league bowler because they all had double and triple <laughs> yeah, bags. Yeah. <laughs> so sure. they were all people that were like chomping at yeah. the bit to get back in. Sure. So uh, it was interesting. But, you know. It's going to be a road. You know, it's going to be an adjustment coming back. Mm, it's going to be like that here too. So how are you uh, – how is this being cooped up at home working for you? Mike? Yeah. <laughs> I get you're, – you're out and about all the time, and so this has to be – this has to be troubling. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I retired from the tour in 04, so I've been living a normal life somewhat since then. <laughs> but uh, I still do traveling and stuff. But, um, you know, with the ice rink and the bowling centers, I mean, I was still, you know – uh, usually two, I mean, they're every day of the week anyway, except for the bowling center. Scott Devers does a great job around the day-to-day operation up there. And so I get up there off and on, but uh, the ice rinks on the day-to-day guys. So, um, you know, but I've, I've been going in oh, a couple times a week um, just for a couple hours here or there, uh, sign some checks, things like that, but mainly spent at home and, and trying to catch up on, you know, a lot of the podcasts and, you know, watching your show. And it's been, to me, if there's, you know, you look at these as small gains, but, I mean, it's really great how the industry has taken upon these podcasts, these shows, stream shows to, you know, get out to the people that are out there. And it, it's been a blast for me. I've, I've, tr- I've been trying to enjoy all of them if I can. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. been pretty good for us, too. I yeah. mean, look at look at all the PBA members, right? Yeah. We've been, yeah, we've been lucky. We've, we've been got, really well, lucky. we got you, which is yeah. huge for us. Yeah. And, uh, and our customers appreciate it, too, because it kind of keeps them connected in a yeah. way to the game. Yeah, so, for sure. And they get an opportunity that they probably never would get yep. other than yeah, no, here. For sure. yeah. Well, I'm hoping this continues. I mean, hopefully this, you know, I know you can't do this every day because obviously once the center's going, you know, you're going to be pretty busy, obviously. But hopefully. Uh, <laughs> continue on, you know, at some point, you know, if it's once a week, once a month. But I, I think everybody's finding out that this is a nice venue. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, you know, uh, I did a, a, a webinar with a other local business owners and then we were talking about ways just to stay in front of your customers. And so yeah. this is, this has become to your point, one medium that, that people yeah. have taken advantage for us to take an advantage of for us. It really was staying in front of our customers, continuing yeah. the conversation. And we uh, talked about doing it before this even happened. Absolutely. We had kind of started. Just, yeah. 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 We were ready. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and we're going to, and, and, and we're going to continue it. And the other ones we talked about them yesterday, but Storm's got a great thing. USBC started a great one. Uh, some of the brands just have embraced it, and so hopefully, right. they'll we'll yeah. do it. Video content so important. 
uh, to put out in the space. So how do you utilize it to your advantage? And here's a, a great opportunity. Yeah. Uh, but for every type of business, there's got to be a way to, to, to stay relevant and just be in front of your customers. Yeah. Well, we have our Monday night show, the Draft League show on Monday nights, <laughs> three years running. We're in season yeah. three. Three years. Mike, I don't know if you know, if you heard it. Let's talk about this. But before our Scratch League on Monday nights, Joe and his cohort, Joe, uh, do, a, do a live stream before bowling and uh, interview the bowlers. And again, three, three years. We're in oh, season. Very cool. Yeah. Very thank cool. Yeah. We, uh, we have a lot of fun with it. I mean, yeah. imagine that a guy from Brooklyn being animated. You know, and having a co I'm, I'm co-host of of our own show, me and my other buddy Joe. We have a great time, and uh, it's just something that we did on a whim as a goof one night. And everybody was like, "You guys are pretty good. You should do that every week." So we're like, "Okay," but now we got to come up with questions for everybody and come up with a whole <laughs> format. And but uh, we were pretty creative, and uh, you know, the show works. But now even we're on pause. But now we have this. To offset that, so the beat goes on here at Rap. <laughs> yeah, great. You guys have done an awesome job for sure. Thank you, Mike. Thanks. Hey, you know, your name has popped up Ooh, a lot. Oh, yeah. On the last time. <laughs> to lose my connection. Uh, <laughs> every, almost every. Almost every pro yeah. or coach we've interviewed yeah. has said your name. You've made quite an impact, Mike, for, <laughs> for over the years. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, and, and, Joe, you've got to have a question that surrounds that for, for Mike. I do. Uh, why? But why did they all mentioned Mike? And all good. Well, I, it to is an all extent. good. It's all good to an extent. Well, that's good. That's good. I'll stay there. <laughs> oh, all, well, bad. the first one really doesn't have to do with bowling, Mike. But Bob Learns said that we were talking about bowlers from the past, and we brought up our friend Johnny Petraglia, oh, yeah. who was my boyhood idol, another Italian guy from Brooklyn, Mike. You know. So uh, followed when I was a kid. That, I mean, <laughs> yes, he's been bowling a long time. But Johnny, when he has a couple of wines, <coughs> Bob Learns said, "No, Johnny will get. He'll get going and start with the stories." And and Leto made a comment, something about there's a couple of other bowlers too. And Bob Learns said, and Mike Olby falls in line with that too. <laughs> Give him a couple of wines, and he'll have the stories going on too. So is that true? That's. I might have the stories. The wine is hugely incorrect. Really? I, haven't had, I haven't had a drink since 1981. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. credit to you. I don't know what Bob Lennon was talking about. <laughs> yeah. he probably, he could, the stories are true, but the drinks are not true. I, I just, I was something I never got into. Really? Wow. Right. You know what? Maybe. I guess, I guess you fooled him, Mike, because whatever <laughs> you were drinking, he thought, I guess, was a glass of wine. So but maybe it was, usually, it was usually either a seven up or a Coke. That's hey, about, he probably Pepsi, was, Pepsi hey, for the BPA side. Yeah, there you go. Is. He he thought it was a rum and Pepsi, I guess. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> but he said you you were a great storyteller. So whether you're imbibing or not imbibing, you're a great storyteller. <laughs> and then several of the bowlers, we always like to ask them uh, who they're uh, who they didn't want to face right. if they had to win a tournament or. Who didn't they want to go against? And your biggest nemesis, I think uh, you take the top spot. Oh, right. <laughs> well, that's that's uh, that's encouraging and nice to hear. I mean, you know, that people even remember who I am. You know, that's always nice. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Amleto, I believe, told us uh, a couple said, of stories. He said you, he mentioned you, he mentioned Norm Duke, and he mentioned Walter Ray. But the funny thing was when we had Parker Bone on a week ago, we didn't even finish asking him, and he said, "Michael, Michael Albee. Albee. <laughs> before, before we even we finished asking him, he go, and 
his wife was hysterical because we were asking. She started laughing because she knew. And he was like, Mike, Mike Albee, definitely Mike Albee. So you definitely left your mark on Parker and some others. We have some great matches, Parker and I, that's for sure. But, uh, you know, I, you know, it, it, out there on tour, I mean, at any one time, anybody could, could win. So uh, to me, it was just fun being out there and I was able to make a living doing something fun. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it, it takes, a, you know, there's a little bit of learning curve to it to be able to get on the show and relax and be able to make some shots when you need them. And, and you know, the you've as many good ones as you have, I always kind of go back to the ones, I, I don't know much about the bad ones because I don't watch those shows. I only <laughs> watch the ones I won. So <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, yeah, and even uh, yesterday when we had Chuck Garner on uh, yesterday, he mentioned that um, if he needed, if he could, if he needed a strike, who would he want on the lanes to throw the strike? Without a doubt, Mike Olby. Well, I mean, Chuck's been around a long time as well. I mean, he's he was a bowler, and and obviously he's turned that into you know one of the top ball reps you know for for many years now, and uh, yeah. and and what him and his wife do for for charity and for the kids. I mean, it's just it's phenomenal. What he's doing. Yeah. Uh, and and that's that tells you what kind of guy he is and his family is, and that's what to me what is his most important part is to continue to give back like that. And uh, but that's that's a flattering comment to say. I mean. You know, I, I was able to make some shots when I needed them. And, and uh, you know, I always go back to my second show and or my third show when I shot 140 on television, didn't call home for a week because I was so embarrassed. So I mean, <laughs> it, it, it's uh, there's good and bad with all that. But uh, no, I was very, very fortunate on the tour and uh, to be able to do what I was able to do. Uh, Chuck is watching, so good thing he didn't say anything bad. And he, he said, uh, as, he, as he says, uh, Mr. Clutch, all day, every day. Uh, and Leslie it, Leslie piped in because she's watching also. Uh, as a follow-up from last week, uh, great matches uh, that Mike won. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so now, with that, now the proverbial pebble. Go ahead, ask him, ask him the question there, Joe. All right, so Mike, we've been asking all of our PBA, um, all of our PBA guests who was the one guy, if you had to say you were smoking Joe Frazier and you had the big fights against Muhammad Ali, all right, who was that one guy that was your, the, the guy that was the pebble in your shoe, you ne- you're the, the guy that you were like, he's always around, he, I can't get out of his way. Who was that guy? So you were the pebble for all these other guys. Who was the pebble that was in your shoe? Well, I don't know if it's a pebble is the right word for this one, but, you know, t- the toughest opponent for me to bowl was my brother-in-law, Steve Cook. I mean, uh, you know, we knew each other so well, obviously family and friends and doubles partners. And, you know, so, you know, you always try to find ways to mentally find an edge. Uh, And and I I just didn't have that with Steve because, you know, we knew each other so well. And uh, so it was very difficult to uh, find that, you know, that that one mental thing that gets you to make you make you try a little hard, dot the I's and cross the T's and all that. But Steve and I just for me, it was just he was the toughest one for me to bowl. Yeah, well, plus he's six six foot seven, and uh, both on the left guy. side, and, and for that reason too. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's right. And we, both on the left side of the lane, so you know maybe yeah. that had you know that maybe the lanes changed more when you were playing against another lefty too. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Um, you know that plays into it, but um, you know it was it was more about just the whole mental part of it. For Mindset, me. yeah. Uh, you know, my, my game was was somewhat simpler, but it, it was more. Uh, for me, I would take weeks off just because mentally I didn't have it because I always felt that 
I could overcome things mentally, uh, you know, with my over my physical game if I if I had it 100 percent and I was really into it uh, and, you know, not having those peaks and valleys. And uh, so, you know, Steve, it, it's been great, you know, since ever since uh, uh, Tammy and I got married, you know, we've we spent every Christmas uh, with Candy and Steve at their house in California for the last 35 years. So uh, we've all stayed pretty close. That's good. That's cool. It's a good idea to go west at that yes. time. <laughs> <laughs> and and I will say I've had the opportunity to go, uh, Mike and, and a group of guys in the industry, go bowl the opening squad typically at the Open Championships. And I will tell you, uh, that is a group that everybody would want to be a part of and, and watch. Really? Yeah. And just – and and. My, poor Mike and his doubles partner, uh, but you know it's just it's great to see the dynamic. Steve Steve was bowling also. Uh -huh. uh, but he really he's been injured, so but he he did. The, I mean he's going out there. He's he pushing himself. Yeah, this group of guys to watch them bowl has been really? even today is 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 awesome. That's pretty cool. Uh, and the stories. Yeah, Steve don't let up on Mike. Really? No. <laughs> wow. It's not about the Eagles anymore. It's about the it's about the, the stories. That's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. So, so Mike, um, just uh, if you were, say, um, in charge of a team and you had to draft a team, I'm going to give you the opportunity to take one bowler from the 1970s. I'm going to let you take two bowlers from the 1980s oh boy. because you could pick you as one of the bowlers. Okay. Uh, one bowler from the 1990s and another bowler from the year 2000 till today. So – a five-man team. Who would you who would you take? One guy from each era, except the '80s. You get to pick two. That is a very difficult question. Obviously, um, '70s uh, obviously incorporates quite a few, uh, but it's hard. But I, you know, to me, one of the perfect leadoff guys would be Billy Hardwick. But you know, Billy was Billy was a '60s and '70s guy. But sure. you know, I knew Billy, you know, quite a while. Billy gave me kind of. I met him at the All American Youth Championships in 1978. Uh, and he felt I was good enough to try the tour back then. And so my parents drove me down to Florida to meet Billy and Billy took me around South Florida and I was, you know, just out of high school and he set up action matches. Uh, I bowled Butch Gerhardt in uh, Lighthouse oh, wow. Point, I think it was Florida. And then uh, we went down to Don Carter, Kendall. I bowled against Dave Ohm and a guy named Dave Walters, uh, you know, in a big match in front of Don Carter and his wife. And it was just, you know, oh, great wow. for it year old. It was unbelievable. And then I bowled another match against a young guy who was, um, he bowled some regionals, Billy Block. And uh, he had just shot, I don't know, 900 or something for four. And, and wow. uh, so they had matches. And so I got to bowl that match. So I was, that was my baptism into action bowling. So it was a lot of fun. And Billy kind of set that up for me. So, um, and, it, and it, it all helped for when I went out on tour, I was then comfortable in all these situations, but I, I would say Billy from the seventies. And, and this is not a knock on any of the other Trust sure. me, and this just sure. kind of comes for me. Um, and in the 80s, obviously, Earl, you know, Earl could be in the 70s, 80s, but I would I would say Earl, obviously Earl. Uh, and he could, I could never see Earl in anywhere, you know, from, you know, the one, the four spot in the team, he had to be the anchor probably. Sure. Um, you know, and then also, um, you know, I would go with Petey, you know, as well in the 80s. Uh, he sure. could obviously fit in, since he's still bowling, he could still fit in anywhere. Absolutely. Um, and then in the 90s, um, I got to go with Norm, you know, Norm Duke. Um, and then um, from now, I guess it's obviously uh, Jason Belmonte. But, uh, you know, and then there's also, you know, who if you bring somebody in off the bench, then you've got Parker and you've got, you know, it's just 
it goes on and on. You know? It's hard to pick. It's a very great. difficult question. Very yeah, difficult. that's a great. That's a great answer, though. You pick some name, and to hear the name Billy Hardwick and Butch Gearhart. Wow, that takes <laughs> that takes me back. That oh, takes yeah. me yeah, back exactly. when my dad used to take me to Madison Square Garden in the early seventies to watch those guys bowl. Then that was wow. Yeah, it was quite an experience for an eighteen-year-old to be down there and just you know Billy would take me to these places and. You know, it was just it was just phenomenal, you know, uh, wow. to be able to do that and and uh, win a little money. I I hadn't bowled for more than a quarter a game up to that point, so it was quite interesting. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. So was was that young Mike Albee uh, a fiery competitor, or was he the same Mike Albee that we saw on TV every week when we watched? That calm demeanor, no matter you couldn't tell if he was winning or losing. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think once I got on tour, I think fiery as far as firing, meaning that, you know, uh, I mean, when I came out, I mean, I smacked my hands when I struck and things like that, which was, you know, not that it was rare because Marshall was already out before me. So, right. uh, you know, he was one that was, you know, kind of demonstrative in that way and reactive. And and uh, so, I mean, I had a I didn't have that kind of reaction, but it was more towards, you know, a, a good shot or something to that effect. And so um but I think I learned as time went on, you know, there you have to start dialing in when it's right to have that reaction so that you don't upset the next shot you're getting ready to throw. Like, you know, if you if you look at some of the um, opportunities when I, you need a double in the tenth, well, you know, the first one doesn't get you anything but the opportunity to get the second one. So, right. you know, to to waste all your energy on that first one, you know, really doesn't. And you find that out by by learning. You know, I mean, by experiencing that and. Uh, so that was kind of to where I kind of evolved through the years. Uh, it became more of a kind of a low keel thing, trying to keep maybe the emotions in check because it is a, it's more of a marathon than it is a, you know, sprint. Absolutely. Sure thing. Yep. That's a Absolutely. great answer. Yeah. That really is a good answer. So Mike, um, one of our friends in the bowling community uh, said, please ask, take my bowling question. So Brian Bass wants to know, what was Mike Olby's go-to ball? If you if you had to pick that one ball, what was your go-to ball? Uh, Brian, you know, for me, that's a, that's a tough one as well because I was never – I mean, I was on Brunswick a couple times and I was on shirt staffs, but I was never uh, a straight ball staffer except for Brunswick once, uh, 81, 82, and part of 83, mm -hmm. and then about 96 and 97. So other than that, I could use whatever I wanted. So it – I mean, and, and it just – I mean, I started in the late 70s, so I just retired in 2004. So there are so many bowling balls that were out there. I mean, you know, that that did well. I right. mean, you go all the way back to my first title was a was a uh, 5P blue uh, blue white dot, you wow. know, that, that I won with. And then you go into, you know, the LT48s. And then, you know, you got the, the Beast was a big one for Columbia. The U-Dots, uh, yeah. the oh, Final Pro Series, the yeah. Danger Zone Series, you know. Uh, it just, there were so many great balls, you know, and, and, you know, over the decades, you have to try to adjust to whatever it worked because, yeah. uh, they didn't work all the time. You know, it, there was, when they started switching urethane to reactive and all those, it all switched things up and you had to relearn, relearn sure. your game. So, uh, I was fortunate to be able to do that and, and, uh, had a lot of great people behind me, equipment, ball reps. I mean, I never, I got to work with Chuck, but listen to Chuck, uh, Gardner, um, you know, He's ob he obviously knows how to handle his people, and and it, and let's face it, we can be very difficult on the lanes because of what's riding on it. You know, the guys or girls are you know they're trying to to make money; it's their living. So 
he has to deal with the middle aspect as well as the, the actual what the ball's doing on the lane. So he obviously has the right uh, mentality for it and the knowledge for it. Uh, right. You know, I had Dave Smart, Bill Hall. I mean, there were so many guys, you know, Fred, yeah. you know, it just, there were so many people that helped me out. John Jowdy was one of the biggest ones for me. Wow. Yeah, John Jowdy. John Jowdy. Yeah. Wow. With his cigar. Yeah, for sure. But wow, the Udot. Who didn't love the Udots, right? Yeah. yeah. Udot was oh, great ball. They wow. had some good ones. They sure did. They sure did. So, Mike, uh, yes. 29 titles, including the Super Slam. First, right? first bowler to ever win the Super Slam. Only him and Jason Beaumont. And Jason. Yeah. So that's a lot of wins. It's a lot of major wins. But if you had to pick one, what was your most memorable win? See, you always ask me these questions where it really narrows it down. It makes it really <laughs> So, I mean, I used, I used to get that question a lot. What was your favorite title? And, and I usually kind of gauged them in different ways. So I'll give you one in segments. How's that? Perfect. Um, you know, at first, you know, therefore, the first title you win is obviously one that that sticks out, you know, to you in in different ways. I mean, I I was 19 years old. I'm at the PBA National Championships of Las Vegas. Next day's Father's Day. My dad's there, and I beat Earl Anthony for the title, and I get seven years into the tournament champions. So, I mean, that obviously sticks out as as one of the big ones. And um, then you go to you know the went in the uh, tournament champions, which made the triple crown and the grand slam. And then I won the touring players championship, which made the, you know, the super slam, but you know, I also shot 300 uh, on television in Wichita at North rock lanes, Frank DeSocio, you know, good friend of mine and, and at their bowling center. And uh, you know, that was one of those things where you don't go out there and go, Hey, I'm going to shoot 300 on TV one day. You know, you might say, Hey, I'm going to be pro bowler. I'm going to win a title, but that was just one that never really, you know, kind of, was on my list of radar and then to be able to do it. I mean, it was such a wonderful day. I mean, just to be able to do that. I mean, um, a lot of people don't know that Brunswick was offering a hundred thousand dollars that day. So, uh, I actually won almost 150,000 that day with all the, incentives. Wow. uh, it was just a great day. And, and, wow. uh, you know, what's, what's really kind of funny about it is and it's a story that it's really not people don't know about, but it, uh, when I would make a television show, I would always drill a ball that was either, uh, hooked less than the one I used the most or one that hooked more. So I, in case the TV lights affected it one way or the other, then I would have options. Uh, and as a leader, you know, you get to come over in the middle of the show and take a, take four shots. And uh, I really didn't like the look I had. So uh, when I got came over to take my four shots for the, um, the um, from right before my match, I switched balls to the ball I had, had drilled to, if they hooked a little more. I threw four strikes with it. Shot 300. The ball's never seen the lane again. I retired. <laughs> so that was a good one. That's great. Hey, uh, so now but I got to do the titles differently. You know, it's because they all mean something different in a different way. But, um, you know, the Masters is that way, too. I mean, the Masters is one I never really did well at, you know, in the early part of my career. Sure. And then I went in three and finished second in one. So but it, yeah. that was one that was just phenomenal. The Masters. That's great. That's, pretty, that's, yeah. uh, that's really great. That's really great. Great. Hey, Mike, uh, because uh, I, I have to share it now. Uh, so <laughs> this was not planned. No, this wasn't planned. Oh, no, you didn't. You didn't no, open no, up no. any worms. Uh, no. But this is uh, 1989. Oh. Yes. I know where we're going. Slightly younger version. 
These are some of the tough, toughest conditions I bowled on. <laughs> Wait, how many people can say they hooked it on linoleum? <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> uh, you know, that, that was, um, and that was a highlight of my career. One of those, you know, one of those highlights. I mean, um, you know, when the Letterman show contacted the PBA about having a bowler on the Letterman show, they wanted a bowler who had never cashed before. So it was one of those things where the PBA really didn't want to use that as the background. So they said, well, you know, we've got a guy that's, you know, probably going to be bowler of the year this year. He's leading the tour and he's from Indianapolis where you're from. Right, well, David liked that idea. The fact that I was from Indy and then, you know, his mom still lives here. And so they bought into it. So when they called me and asked me to go and I thought, you know, how bad am I going to get browbeat on this show? But I thought, <laughs> you know, being from Indy, maybe, you know, it'll be nice to be in, and, uh, which is exactly what happened. You know, I went out there and, you know, when I first came in the studio, I mean, he started talking to me about the city and, you know, the children's hospitals and just, you know, we had a good talk. And, and, uh, so then it came time to go out and check out the hallway. And uh, so he said, look, we'll make it as realistic as it can be. Do you need sand? Do you need oil? What do you need on the, what do you need on the linoleum? I said, well, just give me some practice balls and let me at least give it a shot and see how it goes. And so uh, it was pretty difficult really, because the, the softer you threw it, the more it hooked and it missed everything. The harder you threw it, it rolled out and faded off to the left and missed everything. So it got to be kind of, uh, you know, I, I said, I need some more practice. So if you could move me up a little closer, I'll make sure I can get these things. He said, it wouldn't be realistic. We got to keep it realistic. <laughs> so, it real. so it was quite interesting. And, and uh, but we had to practice because uh, they had to see how quickly it was going to be, you know, we did bowling pins obviously, and they had to see how quickly they could clean up uh, the different items that we were going to bowl against. So uh, when they first set this up, they had light stands that had the lights to help them with lighting in the hallway. And, uh, and then the guys were going to stand next to him. The, the guys were complaining. I said, you guys can't stand there. The bowling pins will break your legs. They, so they move a couple inches out of the way. I said, no, no, you don't get it. You got to be out of there. So they, they moved. I hit the pins and the lights went flying. You know, the, the stands that were on took them all out. So then they realized well, we got to hang the lights from the ceiling. So they did that. And then they got beer bottles out because they wanted to see how quickly you could clean that up. So I threw at the beer bottles and hit those. And they just exploded. They were pulling glass slivers out of the ceiling. Tunnels. What did they think was going to happen with beer bottles? Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah, it was crazy. And so when they rolled the ball back to you, then it, luckily about halfway, I realized it wasn't rolling smoothly and it had glass in it. So it, right? you kind of had to stop it with your foot, you know. So it was just, it was a blast. I mean, I never had so much fun in my life. And, you know, and then the next day, of course, you know, our next day we're flying home. Hey, weren't you the guy on Letterman? You know, all at the airport, every airport I went to was just unbelievable, you know. And I went three times. I was on three times. That's cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, he, uh, and I don't know if that was the specific one that was being asked about, but it, it's cool. I'm a, a huge David Letterman fan. Yes. And uh, throughout his career, he really was very friendly to bowling. Yeah, he bowling. loved bowling. And even towards the end when they were throwing bowling balls off the roof. Yeah. Uh, oh, with New Rochelle. They used to do it off a building in New, in New Rochelle. Rochelle yeah. <laughs> they threw watermelons. Yeah. They would throw anything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it, it always came back to bowling. To bowling. So, which, yep. which was which was cool. Yeah, Dick Weber on once, too. Oh, he's had yeah, a lot yeah. of yeah. 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 yeah, Dick did them. Uh, AMF and Dick did them outside on the street. They put lanes yes. out on the street. Yes. Yeah, did them. it was awesome, yeah. And uh, I did the one in September, and then we did uh, Christmas items, and then we did Easter items. So, uh, my favorite one was the lighted choir boys, because when you hit them, their heads popped out. So it was, it was awesome. 
That's cool. We would we would waste too much beer doing beer yeah, bottles. No, can't do beer bottles. So. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, we got a question from uh, from a friend, Mike. So this is something that's come up with every 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 guest, yes. every every uh, yep. player, uh, and and I will say the opinions answers been relative, varied. They've they've been, they vary, yeah, but they're, they're similar to an extent. Yeah. Uh, Mike, uh, you've been around a long time. Uh, around the game, what's your opinion on the two-handed bowling uh, that uh, movement, so to speak? Right. Well, I'd be in a hospital if I tried it, so you know, it's not <laughs> something I'm going to be doing anytime soon. I can tell you that um, it, it's phenomenal what what uh, what the the people or the bowlers are able to do. It. I mean, Jason, watch them, Jason Belmonte. I mean, the accuracy, the power. I, I'm amazed every time he hits a pocket, and doesn't strike. I mean, it's just phenomenal what what I've been able to see and watch and what they're able to do, the, the amount of power and and really what looks like um, if you watch Simonson, a few of them, they don't really get the ball out on the approach that are out on the lane that much. You know, they drop a little shorter, but they're using urethane and and uh, and then from the left side, just very, I mean, holy smokes. I mean, it, it's phenomenal what they can do. Uh, it, it's it's like any other variation. I mean, let's face it, when Mark Roth in the 70s came out to bowl, I mean, he he yeah. had everybody was bowling back then going, oh, no, what are we doing? But it's just, you know, I mean, if it's with, it's like Don McCune and the soaker. I mean, if uh -huh. it wasn't against the rules and it's not against the rules, I mean, I have no problem with any of it. Soaker. Don McCune. Wasn't he a guy from your home, home state too? Uh, home state. Yeah. Northern, North, Northern Indiana. Yeah. yeah. Right. He's an Indiana guy. Yeah. I remember the soaker. Wow. I remember everybody. Yeah. Talking about it. yeah. Back, back yeah. in the people, people remember what the soaker, I, I'm talking about something that a lot of people probably don't remember about, but yeah, but, no, I, no, I mean, you know, I, it's just, uh, that to think about, you know, we go back to if you remember in the early '80s when uh, Mike Miller switched to to one handed, yes, you know, and just held it with no thumb, right? Uh, yeah. You know, because he went from Mike went from a guy that threw it fairly straight, was very accurate, uh, made some match plays, top twenty fours, and things like that, but never really be, was never really one that you know challenged for a title. And right. he went home and worked on this, you know, no thumb and you know one hold it down and. He won the PBA national championship and I can't remember yeah. what year it was, but yeah. it was in the eighties and, and uh, turned his game around totally. But, but with that delivery, there started to be some physical problems for people, you know, yeah. some stress fractures and, yeah. and things that it didn't work with where, you know, the two handers have, have to me, I don't know of any, maybe there is, but you know, they're haven't really had any kind of those type of issues where it's yeah. detrimental or your, your career is shortened by it. But uh, you know, watching Jason and them, I mean, it's, it's phenomenal. Wow, this has been some trip for me going back in time. <laughs> Billy Hardwick, Butch Gearhart, the Soka. This, Mike, this is great. I, I feel like I'm ten years old again. This is great. <laughs> awesome. Sometimes I wonder where you, where do you store? Yeah, I, you have a lot of stuff in there. <laughs> I have, as my friends like to say, lots of useless information stored here. <laughs> but it may be useless to them. Right, but it's but it's right. something to me. No. Look, it's it, it, it's it's become very useful here. Yeah. Hey, no, anything related to bowling from when I was a kid and my father first put me down with a star ball on the lane and said, right, the star ball, I think it was a five pounder. And, uh, and when he said go, you went. And I went. And I and I, I have about the same amount of revs on the ball now 50 years later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> As if you were using the star ball. As some days I think I am throwing a star ball. Ronnie yeah, Ronnie brought up a good question there too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah go ahead. So um, a friend of ours, one of our league mates here, our good uh -huh. friend Ronnie Ziegler, a friend of the show, a friend of the bowling community, wanted to know um, 
is it true? And he said, didn't Chuck Gardner speak about this yesterday? I think he did, but I, I guess yeah, he, he did. Yeah, the lefty. He did. Yeah. Okay, right. Uh, how did you guys feel about having your own place on tour? The lefties, did you guys feel like you and Mazza and Petraglia and Parker and all those guys, D Devers, did you feel like like you had your own little like you guys had your own side of what? the tour? Even Deaver, even Deavers gets a mention. Even oh, Deaver, oh, say, good old go. Scott. Even Deaver. Hey, hey, Scotty, Scotty, Scotty is uh, he's a, he's taken his career, you know, from you know winning titles to uh, you know major back surgeries and turned it into you know one of the best uh, BPA people there is. You know, whether it's uh, you know bowling proprietors, you know he he runs our center so well. He's a good partner to have and. He does the eyes and cross the T's like nobody I've ever seen. So he, he turned his uh, his career from one side of the lane to the other. I mean, unbelievable. But, you know, as far as lefties go, I mean, you know, I mean, there's there were less of us, obviously. The percentages are, I think, back in when I bowled, it was probably 11 to 15 percent at the most. And, um, yeah, I mean, it, it um, you kind of felt like you were by yourself at times. But to me, uh, you know, I always worked hard every week. So it, it didn't really matter. Uh, not that you wouldn't work hard, but. Uh, you know, there's some weeks when you, you, you had a good opportunity and some weeks when you didn't, and, uh, you know, I just continued to work as hard as I could. And, uh, and I always felt, Hey, if they're not talking about me, they're not worried about me. So that was, that was the kind of gist I took at it, you know, and, and you know, off the lanes, I mean, uh, you know, most people got along pretty well anyway. So it just, you know, it's just while you're out there and, and it was totally understandable to me, we're all trying to make a living for our families. So, uh, you know, it, it was it was different though I mean it, there was, there could be some times when it was not not good you know when people would be mad because you're left-handed or you're, you know or the lefties would, wouldn't have anything for a while and it it kind of come and go but you if that if you let that get into your head or let it bother you you weren't going to be out very long wow. yeah and I think that that was Chuck's point was yeah. that you had to have a, a a certain mentality to deal with the uh, inconsistency more or less of uh and be able to make it on tour you know you have to have a very strong mental game and and know that you know some weeks it's just not going to be there and okay mm. i'm going to grind it out and do the best i can yeah and that's hard to do sometimes when, yeah. when it's not going well for you so yeah. you know it, it's it's very hard to do and but you continue to um you know work as hard as you could practicing as much as you could i mean because you never knew even if it was a condition that you didn't like or uh you know you weren't comfortable with then then you know you, you worked on it during that time so hopefully the next time you saw that you had an opportunity that's why right. for me that's why i learned to try to play you know anywhere on the lane i could hit the pocket i didn't care wow that's pretty good <laughs> he didn't care no but that, that's, that's pretty good you know you can hit the pocket i mean that, that's that's just that's great hey naz what did you bring in for show and tell today oh uh -oh. Uh, i had a uh pba tour 1988 official guide. And hold it up. Hold it up for the, for, the, for the people at home see to see. Yeah, they're not Show the cover. Show Here the cover. Here is the cover. Look, it's still in one piece. Yes. It's still in good shape. <laughs> and there's the young Mike Albee. Oh, nice. Handsome as ever. Let's get closer. All let's, right. Let's, go ahead. You Frank is going to bring it right up close for everybody to see. And back then, they used to do everything by A, B, C. It was all alphabetical. Yes, it was order. all alphabetical. So the, Mike was always on the first page. It was easy to see him. Yes. Look at that. Yep. Yep. Yeah, Mike. Mike was always on page one because they started with A. So yes, Mike was exactly. And so you know, a tidbit to that: see, the logo that is actually on the cover was designed by my wife. Really? Oh, I, I didn't even know that. Look at that! Wow, look at that! That's cool. It's cool. That is really cool. 
We also have a book here. From a few, if you go back a few years earlier, then you can see what I look like with hair this long. So you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's a little darker than that. Wow. Craig Graham says hello, and he's looking forward to getting back to bowling. Uh, oh, here's another good question. Who, oh, yeah. Who, Mike, who was your favorite? Well, I have a feeling I know who he's going to say. But we're gonna ask anyway. Well, who is your favorite roommate? Well, I would say favorite is the whole. The word favorite is the is the, the could be yeah. the problem here. Yeah. Who was your favorite <laughs> roommate when you were on tour? You know, I had I had several roommates actually. You know, through the years. Uh, you know, my first year on tour, I, I roomed with two or three different people, and then after they didn't make it on tour, then then it was always uh, Bob Hanley, who was the best man of my wedding. I was his best wow. man. He was one of my best. He still is my best friend. And, and, you know, one of the guys that we roomed with for years, along with Randy Lightfoot. And, you know, wow. of course, Steve and I roomed together when the wives weren't out or, or you know, that. And, um, you know, so had a lot. Ron Williams was one of Ron and I and, the, and Mike Scroggins and Mark Scroggins. We were we roomed together. And, and uh, so we've, we've been very fortunate through the years, you know, um, that uh, we had people who we were very compatible with. And that, you know, because that's what it's, it's hugely important because. Uh, on the road, when things aren't going good or bad, that's that's those are the releases you need that you you know you're hang, hanging with guys that not only have the talent but have the same desires that you have, and that's to make a living and and win and and be good. So that you know, I never had to worry about even when I came out at 18 years old, uh, I didn't have to worry about you know um, you know going to bars or any of the other things, any of the other distractions that you might have. Uh, so I've been fortunate through the years to be with good people all along. Wow, that's a, that was a that hooking Bob Hanley from back in the day. I remember, and and Ron Williams was the first. Remember, for a couple of years there on the tour, they had the King of the king Hill. Of the Hill. And Ron, I think, was the first King of the Hill. I think he, he was the first. Well, king. Ron won like six or seven weeks in a row. I was one of his victims, actually. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He, they had the little crown, and uh, yeah, yeah. I, I remember he was the King of the He's Hill. He's a great guy. Ron's a great guy. That's, that's more information, Frank. That's stored here from back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You really I still do. talk. I talked to Bob. I talked to Bob Handley, you know, at least two or three times a week. Wow, yeah. that is that's so. that's great. I, I could sit here all day and talk about the bowlers <laughs> from back then. You know what, Mike? How about a word match? I'll give you the name of a bowler. I'll throw out a name, and you give me one word to describe that bowler. Well, you guys in this one anything, you guys make it hard. No, well, it's you know <laughs> we are a top rated show. So, <laughs> so uh, okay, I'll start with um, Pete Weber. Fierce. Um, John Gant. Bustle. Right, Bustle. Um, Ernie Schlegel. Distracting. <laughs> uh, hey, now, now, let me go back. So, you, that was my one word. But Ernst and I, we, we go back a long ways because, you know, Ernie had the contour power grip. So, uh, and I was his right hand person on, on the tour, helped, you know, get the grips out to everybody. And, so I knew Ernie pretty well, and then we were on the tournament committee and the executive board for years. So uh, while many people, you know, may not have Ernie in their plus column as a liking him, I mean, I I got along great with Ernie, and and uh, hey, the guy was a scrapper. I mean, on the lanes, it was unbelievable what he could do, you know. But now Ernie was a good guy. Good yeah, guy. for sure. He actually he could won- be distracting though. However, yeah, well, <laughs> some of the outfits that he he wore, oh, were- yeah. yeah. A little loud. He actually yelled at me once at Carolina Lanes. Um, I went to watch. Uh, it was the top 24. It was the Friday. They just made the cut, I guess, down to 24. And as I was telling Mike er- earlier, I work at ABC. So I had the pass to go and watch it the day off of work. I went on Friday. 
And one of the guys back in the truck, Mike, I don't know if you remember Hector uh, Casillian. Oh, Hector Casillian. Sure. Yeah. He was one of our tape tape guys. He yeah. said, he said, Joe, let me take you back to back. I'll take you back. They introduce you to some of the pro bowlers. I said, okay, great. So who's the first person with my luck sitting on one of the benches there playing with his thumb hole, filing, whatever. Uh, excuse me, Ernie, this is my friend, Joe Calandrillo. He works at ABC. You're from ABC. He got up. He, you're from ABC. You people owe me a check for five thousand dollars from 1968. I said no. I said no, no, no. Not American Bowling Congress. American Broadcasting Company. We televised the show. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He was looking for money. Guys, he, finally, does not, he does not forget anything, Ernie. No, no. So that was my. Friend. I, I said I finally get to go back there into the paddock area. The first guy had to be Ernie. And he tries to shake me down for money. But look, the, see, look guy, the lasting impression he left, though. See, I'm sorry? The lasting impression he left, though. He left the lasting impression. Yes. <laughs> Mike, this had to be, I want to say this was like 1991, 92. So, yeah, it left quite an impression for sure. Yeah. So right, I'm going to give you one, one more name from back, <laughs> in, back in the past. Uh, Eric Forkel. Winner. I mean, he found ways to win, you know. I haven't wow. talked to Eric in, in many years, but uh, he was one that um, was always finding a way to get there. Wow. Couldn't and, count the him out. and the last question, not to do with bowling. As I said earlier, I have my New York Islanders hat on. Yes. For you today, because we're both Islander fans. How did a guy from Indiana become a New York Islanders fan? Well, we were fortunate here in Indianapolis uh, in the Central Hockey League to have their main farm team in the early 80s. Uh, when they were winning cups, we were winning the CHL Cups down here, the Adams Cups down here. So, uh, And I would go to watch them practice, and then some of them would come practice bowling with me. Uh, Rob Holland was a guy who came from Pittsburgh, but he was one of their goalies along with Kelly Rudy. Wow. Uh, Kevin, Kevin Devine, matter of fact, a good friend of mine who's still in town here in Indy, uh, and as a good, very good friend of mine is Monty Trache, the younger brother of Brian. So, and we see Brian uh, usually once a year. Uh, he comes in, and um, so we see Brian Trache. And so, and then I would also go out. Uh, if you remember, was it Sheridan Lanes? Uh, sure. John Caprice. Uh, you know, they would always have the Big Brothers and Big Sisters event, and they would always ask me to come in, which was just, uh, you know, tell me when and where I'll be there for that. So I, you know, I still have the bowling pins that they all signed for me. And, and uh, I have a Jersey that the Kelly Rudy and Brent Sutter uh, gave me in the, in like the early eighties and uh, yeah, all that, but no, Islanders fan forever. Wow, that's we great. came back to um, even uh, we took a, a spring break trip with my kids uh, and my wife out there. We, we went to the hockey hall of fame, but we stopped in New York and on the Island and watched the, of course you got to watch the Rangers play the Islanders. Oh yes. Coliseum, so that was the game we watched. So it was great. That's you know what, Mike. The next time you come by, you and I'll go to an island game together. Hey, How's sounds that? good. That's, New place maybe by then, right? That's right. That's right for sure. Yep, Bel Belmont. Yep. Thank God. Yeah. The Coliseum. the Coliseum is outside of that one paint job that they gave it. It's about the same place since 1972. <laughs> yeah. Sadly, us Mets fans said that about Chase Stadium yeah, well, yeah. for for a while. Yeah. Hold it close to your heart. Hey, hey, Mike. Uh, so Nancy yeah. Shank uh, dropped in, and so she was saying, uh, "Great guy, love you." Uh, but I know the end of end of May, we would have been headed out to Las Vegas for the Bowling Hall of Fame extravaganza, yeah. uh, and so sadly, we won't have that event this year. Uh, and you are you're the chairman chairman of the board for the National Bowling Museum and Hall of Fame. Uh, talk about what's happening at the Hall of Fame. What are you guys up to at the moment? Uh, first off, hi, Nancy. Hope you guys are all well. And uh, thank you for saying hello. And um, one of the, my, I enjoy photography. I don't y'all, you all know that. Maybe, maybe not. But one of my favorite pictures is taking a picture of Nancy 
in the NASCAR booth at the NASCAR race in Kansas with her and Jeff Gordon and Daryl Waltrip. And that was one of my most favorite pictures I've taken. So, um, but you know, as far as museum goes, I mean, we've been shut down since mid-March. Uh, as you know, the campus is closed as well with uh, Texas doing essential businesses only. Uh, our two staff members, you know, Carrie, uh, this is our curator. So she's, uh, they're working from home. Uh, you know, we're still keeping uh, track of people are doing as much as we can uh, for our live uh, or our, you can see virtual, our virtual vault which has some of our items online that you can look at, uh, which is kind of what we're gearing to do more of. Um, but, you know, we've lost, you know, we had our big fundraiser in January, which was the PBA Hall of Fame Classic, thanks to Tom Clark. And so we raised some, some good money there. Uh, Bill O'Neill won with a 300 game. So um, it was a great, great event for us. But then, you know, all of our fundraisers now are, are not gonna happen. So. Uh, we're, we're looking at how we're going to go about that. There's, there's many more important funds out there than ours. So we want to try to find a way to um, help people get to the money to the people that need it. And, uh, you know, we'll survive and, and do that. But we want to continue to try to um, help the industry out. So, uh, but the extravaganza, you know, as you know, is one of the greatest events. There is fun events. Uh, it's a good fundraiser for us, but it's, it's like no other bowling event where your scores won't be good and there'll be a lot of laughs. So I'll say that. And, uh, but the money and prizes are good. So, uh, but we will have that again next year and, and looking forward to it. And of course our, our $20 raffle tickets that we won't sell at Bowl Expo, but we're, we're, we're just looking forward to seeing all our friends in, uh, in bowling somewhere in the future together, you know? Yeah. The, Joe, the, the extravaganza. Mike's Joe should not, come. Yeah. I, I think, think he's I'll... underplaying that. Really? Uh, it's probably the funnest. Really? Uh, I'm going to coin that term. The funnest <laughs> bowling event you can go to. Uh, you sit there, okay, and th there's a game. Every every game is a new game. Like the 40-frame game, uh, so, sort of? Or? Sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. don't hit the – get as many pins down without hitting the head pin. Oh, okay. Uh, you got to – you got to – odds only, evens only. Really? Uh, and then, of course, they, every year, uh, Mike and the team come up with some cuckoo things. <laughs> uh, but it's fun. And you, you, you grab a partner and you go. I'm and have to uh, It supports the Hall of Fame. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Between John Levito and Nancy and, you know, Scott and uh, Scott Devers, Scott McLaughlin. I mean, it's a great group out there that, you know, they come up with these events and, but the, the, it's, it's a great event. It's at the Red Rock. It's a beautiful facility. Uh, Dennis Matthews out there takes great care of us and, and uh, nice demonstration by a couple of the Hall of Famers, which is usually Johnny Petraglia, Wendy McPherson and Bob Hart and sometimes myself and, I mean, it's just, it's just a great, great event. And, you know, you can bet when it's an odd game, you usually get an even, uh, but, you know, I think John Lozito has a little bit of tendency of just trying to, you know, find something that, <laughs> that nobody's ever heard of before. And he does a great job of it. But Naz and Joe, you, you guys should all come out. I mean, it's, it's, it's worth a trip. I think we may have to. The, the, have to the I doubles keep, event. It's a doubles event. Yeah. Oh, I keep telling grandpa Jim that I'm going to take him to that event. And sadly, the last few years, it coincides with the state meeting that we go to. So I said to him, I said, we're going to, we're going to go to Vegas instead of going to a meeting at some point. He goes, okay. But then he goes, no, we have to go to the meeting. I'm like, all right. Yeah. So we go to the meeting. Uh, the last time I bowled, I bowled with Brian Borowski, proprietor from Buffalo, New York. And uh, to Mike's point, Odds, I would only get evens. Really? Yeah. So the joke was sevens, and we constantly only got seven. So anytime I see Brian, it's seven. Uh, yeah, it's a good time. Hey, good. and and you had a the the museum had a campaign recently, uh, and I think this is really cool. They've got some old. You want to talk about the, some old video that you guys have been were protecting? Yeah, it's it's uh, frame for frame, and it's we have a lot of uh, 
videotape that was donated by Eddie Elias. It was back in the old bowling shows, not necessarily the ABC shows, but prior to that. And uh, a lot of the matches between the old Hall of Famers from the 50s and that. And uh, and I've learned a lot more about it. I mean, it's called the vinegar effect. So these 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 videos are inside, the, the tape is inside these reel-to-reel tapes, and they disintegrate, and basically they smell like vinegar, and you can no longer, you lose them forever. So uh, we're raising money so that we can uh, redo these uh, tapes before we lose them. So that's kind of one of the the programs that's up front that we're trying to get taken care of. Really cool. Yeah, that's cool. They got some great footage uh, from, from the years. And uh, so if anybody hasn't gone down to what you could call the Dallas sports mecca, because uh, you've, you've got the Jerry Dome, the Cowboys. Right, yep. You've got the the Rangers Texas and their, their Texas Rangers, the new flags, yeah. Mike. I don't know. I don't know your opinion, but that new stadium is pretty ugly. Oh yeah, it's big. It this it's, it's 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 I think it's a, they have this beautiful old school and it's not really old like that was one of the first modern the day ballparks. Yeah, the ballpark from Arlington. Yeah, ballpark so now Island, they're building yeah. them a new new, oh, new they, ballpark they are, really? and it is hideous. Really, it's got this retractable roof that comes off sideways. Oh, it's this no. big silver. Anyway, oh. if you find your you down there, the bowling campus, Mike said, is right there, and you go check out the Hall of Fame okay. and its new home. Uh, I would say since two thousand <laughs> two thousand two thousand nine, <laughs> we, we moved down there in nine, I think. Um, it's been 10 years. I think we've been there. Yeah. 10 wow. years. Yeah. yeah. So you gotta, you gotta make sure you check it out. We have cousins that live in Houston, so we may have to visit. Nice little yeah. drive. Yeah. yeah. Up north? Drive. North? Yeah. North. I think yeah. it's north. Yeah. Uh, six flags across the street. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. It's a cool okay. place. Uh, Mike, thank you so much for, for be being here with us today. Oh, it's been a blast. I mean, you guys do such a great job for, you know, especially for your bowlers, but the industry, it's just, you know, we greatly, Frankie, you've, you've donated your time so many years and it's been so so thankful and you know when i watched yesterday i mean just to watch the emotion of you guys talking about your league bowlers and the things that are going on there and um and i know it's difficult but uh thank you for what you do and and because you do it out of passion and, and it's and it's obvious and thank you so much for having me on i if hey where else, where else can you have more fun than talking bowling right there you go perfect. that was right. great mike right here yeah i mean right trip, it was a trip down memory lane for me i want to thank you for that so thank you Thank you, Mike. Any last questions for Mike before we let him go? Uh, I have one. I oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Mike, everybody knows you have a bowling center, but yes. you also have two skating rinks. Yeah. So, yeah. How, so yeah. how? what's your connection to skating? Um, you know, it, it actually goes back to, the, you know, the early 80s when the, the Islers farm team was here, and I got into hockey and got to know a lot of the people. And then when my son got to be aged to play, then he played and played – um, you know, all the way through high school and then played a little bit of club hockey. And then my daughter played all the way through uh, almost a high school, but she had too many concussions. So she's retired, but uh, just big hockey fans. And so, uh, you know, the ice rink industry is very similar to bowling industry. Unfortunately, it's seasonal like the <laughs> bowling industry, but uh, you know, it's, there's leagues, there's snack bars, there's pro shops, you know, uh, open skating, open play, very, very similar, uh, very similar in a lot of ways. Other than as Lenny Nicholson, the lame man on the tour, I used to tell him, you know, that's the big difference is the lane maintenance and the ice maintenance because the figure skaters like to have the ice softer so they can do their jumps and the hockey players like to <laughs> go faster. So yeah, but it's, it's, there's always something. And Lenny loved that story. But it's, uh, that, that's the big difference is, is those two things. But otherwise, they're, they're fairly, fairly similar, actually. And so uh, once I retired from the tour, I uh, had the opportunity to go into a couple of them here. And, and um, so that's what we do. Oh, that's wow. interesting. That's cool. I was yeah. curious. That's a good question. Uh, be I'm going to pre-warn you in case you get an email or a text message from Amy or Curie. She was watching. Specifically, she had caught uh, the use of the C-word. Just, just saying. 
And then I backed it up, Amy. And I, I, I thought the minute I thought about who whose picture popped in my head was Amy's. So I asked her to come back real quick. Uh, she's. And I, I apologize for that. She winces. She oh, she that really oh yeah. yeah. It's Pepsi. Pepsi, Pepsi the Pepsi. official official soft drink. Stick of bowl. Yep. Official uh, soft drink. Yep. So your our friend our friend Amy, you better watch out. <laughs> we had, they had trouble with that in the draft the other night. Sean Payton did that too. So, but yeah. he actually yeah. had the product sitting there. Yeah, yeah, that's a different <laughs> yeah. story. Totally different pull game, yeah. right? Totally. Yeah. Mike, thanks again. You're a rock star. We really appreciate you uh, jumping in with us. Uh, it was a blast. Thanks for having me anytime, and and good luck to you guys. And look forward to seeing us somewhere all together at a something where we can all bowl and have a good time as well. That would be great. That sounds and thank great. you, and good luck. Good luck for watching too. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, good, good luck. luck we'll talk to you too. soon. Thanks, thank you, Mike. Mike. Thanks, Mike. Thank you. thank you. Wow, that was great. The one and only, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, I mean, Mike Alvey. Now, I want Where to, else but here? Well, only where else? Because we here? keep it real. We, we do, keep it real. I have to apologize to our producer Liz because I I've talked about the Islanders too much today. I know yeah, it's okay. <laughs> She's a Ranger fan. Liz is a diehard Ranger I'll fan. Let, I'll let it go. As is Marco. So I know everybody's <laughs> going to give me a little bit of a, of a hard time when they see me again <laughs> for talking so much Islanders. There's a lot of Ranger fans out there, but there are a few of us Islander fans too. So and I I couldn't let Mike Albee go. Without that. No, I think it's great. I mean, uh, you know. We like, we enjoy going to the garden. I mean, the garden's oh, a, I, a special listen, place. I'm an Islander fan, and I love going to the garden more than any place. So uh, no, no doubt. And there really is nothing like watching live hockey. Yeah, it's the best. Even basketball. And I'm not a, I'm not a huge basketball or hockey fan. I don't. Yeah. I follow a little bit. Yeah. But to go and watch, I can't yeah. watch yeah. basketball on TV. No, I have a hard time watching basketball on TV. Yeah, when you go to a Nick game, it's great. Oh, in yeah. person. Yeah. Oh. And and even going to the Barclays Center to go yeah, watch the Nets, absolutely. That yeah. that, that yeah. place is, yeah. is is cool. Good for bad, um, not good for hockey. Good don't for don't overspend money on that LMB pizza. I love LMB. Yeah, but no, to, to buy not, it for not at ten dollars a slice. No, there, no, 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 no. That's a cardboard version. Uh, <laughs> and they got the cool. They got all these flavors of yes. Brooklyn. So yeah. it's definitely yeah. cool. Yep. So uh, we got to get to the garden at some point. Yeah. Well, when it opens up again, hopefully. Last, <laughs> I saw Bill, I was there last for Billy Joel. Billy Joel. Yeah, Billy's on pause. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's on pause. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, and we were supposed to go to uh, see Elton John. Yeah, that's right. Either last week or this coming week, he was scheduled to yeah. be. Uh, yeah, he got coroned. Yeah. I think he's paused for good, though, right? He was retiring. Isn't well, this? you he know, come back, this though. isn't his first retirement. Yeah, yeah this is right. It's not his first swan song. True. Yeah, but was... I did see some talk about his uh, performance on uh, the. Uh, the one more? The last. No, it wasn't Not the one, one It was the one before, right? It was the yeah. one. The last one. Well, he didn't have the piano, but he had a piano. No, right. no, no. Right, it right, was right, the right. one he did after that. Oh, the one world. That some people were saying he maybe didn't sound so good. Yeah. Well, or, he's, he's getting there. I mean, he's, but yeah. So, you know, what do people expect? I mean, we didn't ask Mike. You know, Dennis, I'm sorry. Dennis Constantino mentioned bowling on ice. That sounds interesting. We didn't ask Mike if he's got any curling teams. Oh, yeah. Anybody that plays the curls in there. We're going to have to have him come back. Anyway. We're going to have to. Yeah. Have, next time I see Mike, I'm going we'll to have to ask him. Yeah, we'll have to bring that he's, he's like one of my childhood. Yeah. You know, I, I, when I think of the pro tour when yeah, I was exactly. a kid, yeah. definitely Mike Olby's one of the, he's one of the, he's one of the top, yeah, top. Definitely. Yeah. Without, without a doubt. It seemed like he was on TV every other week. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So it, without a doubt. So Naz, uh, yeah. we have the pet of the day. Oh, <laughs> oh I, we I have believe it's a multiple. Oh. This, yeah, this is a multiple. Okay. So this comes from uh, Joni Pesolano. Joe, uh, excuse us for a moment, but we're going to cover you. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. And so this came from our friend, uh, Jody Pesolano. Uh, 
And now I have a, a little problem with this. Wow. So it's not just the pets. It's the pet family of the day. Yeah, that's a – wow. Um, <laughs> right. Well, that, that's the problem. That Shrek, she calls her husband Shrek. Okay. So now the pets of the day include husbands now. Wow. Yeah, I'm not going to touch that one. I would never call him Shrek. That's I kind of laughed about it the other day when I said said that because that's what she calls him. <laughs> I see him. she has a lizard too. Yeah, that's spiky. Spiky. That's pretty Maybe cool. Maybe we can hook up her lizard with Dennis Constantino's lizard. You want to meet yeah. them? No, we could have some kind of like race. A, yeah, like a race. Like <laughs> oh, we had guinea pigs. We had guinea pigs. We already had here. the guinea pigs. Well, races. the Italian pigs, as Kevin yeah. called them. Yeah. <laughs> so we got Killer, Spiky, Tallulah, and oh, Penelope. Little... Yeah, Tallulah and Penelope look pretty. And I, I don't think Psycho Kitty is the kitty's name, but that's what she calls him. Yeah, beautiful cat, is, though. Beautiful cat. Is that the cat's name? Hashtag Psycho Kitty? I think that might be the cat's name. Wow. That's, a, that's, that's, <laughs> that's pretty cool. I, I wouldn't be surprised. It doesn't surprise me at all. That's like a mini zoo. I was going to say, they give the walks a run for the money. Absolutely. We may have a new animal kingdom on Staten Island. <laughs> I don't know. It's close. Even the walks are run for their money. Uh, that bird is really pretty. I don't know what kind of bird that is. Uh, yeah. Joni, what That's kind of bird? I think. Is it a parakeet? Killer. Wow. It looked like a parakeet. Yeah, that's really cute. That's cool. Uh, <laughs> and of course, it, it wouldn't be a show uh, without Ness. You ready for this? Our, um, I see it. Our meme of the day. It's a good one. This is a good one. <laughs> that's the line to buy thumb tape. And get weight holes plugged the moment the lockdown is lifted. <laughs> the line goes long, my friends. Long line. So it's not just the tape. You know, we're, we're talking about weight holes now. Actually, you know what? I'm going to talk to Jimmy. I think maybe we will make tape available on our Facebook page. Oh, there you go. Good thinking. Whoa. Good thinking. Wow. Maybe we can have it so we could put it directly into your locker so that when you come in, it's already going to be. In <laughs> you don't have to get online. You wow. don't have to be. Yeah. Out. That's delivery. cool. Yeah. Free yeah, delivery. Free, deli free deli wow. deli All right. So you heard free it here first. If wow. you need bowler's tape and you don't have any in your equipment, uh, it's going to be offered. I like I'm it. I'm not going to ask you. It's just going to happen. Now you got to make it happen. Yeah. Now. What can make it happen? So you got to go to the Country Pro Shop and Awards Center uh, Facebook page. That's cool. You could place an order through Nazareth and Liz and Jimmy for some bowler's tape. That's great. And Ray is going to deliver them to your lockers <laughs> with, a, with a signed note. Which he just found out about. By uh, way. <laughs> yeah. I, this is the best time to, to come. And you know what? Hey, Jimmy would be happy to ship it to you, John. Jimmy's yeah. been, it, it could be shipping bowling balls. That and is ship. cool. Here's our delivery guy. Here's the delivery right guy. He just if, made we can, if we could mail it. Uh, Nobody knows their locker Don't number. worry about that. That's okay. I was going to say, I want to know 50% of the bowlers don't know their locker oh, right. They know where it that's is, sure. but they don't know the number. I love when, Amen, Jim, I love when yes. Jimmy comes to the desk. Four rows in, three down. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. right. Right? The next to the snack bar, three rows in, four, yeah. Row, yeah, four rows down. That's right. Uh, Good point. Jimmy comes up to the counter all the time and has and then says, hey, can you look up a locker number for me? I, I You know what? I just should give him a list he, so yeah. that he has it, but he's got to get, get the key. And of course, everybody says hi to Ray. That's cool. Uh, so you, you heard it. Check out that delivery that's service. Like a early that's cr Christmas comes early, and you don't have to wait online. I like now it. you're gonna have to wait online because you're gonna want your bowl cleaned. Well, you want to get to see Jimmy yeah, and Ray, and you, you want to go through the whole experience. Wow, that's and cool. complain about the lanes because wow. that's what you Who do. Complains about the lanes, <laughs> right? Oh. You would hope that maybe but people are gonna be so happy to that's be true. back. That's true. That they're it's it's they're just not it's not even gonna make a difference. I'll keep it to a minimum. M maybe. maybe, maybe for a week maybe. or two. We can leave the lanes like they <laughs> like are right this? now. Yeah, that's yes. We might ruin the lanes if we do. Oh they're, boy, they're toast. Oh boy, but that, I I like that idea. That's like a stocking stuffer in everybody's locker with the tape. I like it. That's a great idea.
Awesome. Or you could be any. They could need other stuff. Yeah, that that's true. This is a rosin bags. Rosin Uber Uber for a bowling bowling. Yeah, there it is. Yep, accessories. There it is. Watch our Facebook page over the weekend. We're going to set that And up. if you see anybody else doing it, you know it, it happens you here. You here first. On I have live more breaking Rams news. First. More oh. breaking news. Joe, breaking news. I just gave it a name. You heard of DoorDash? This is Locker Dash. Locker Dash. <laughs> how do you like it? As Rocky Slimo would say, ah, ah, how do you like it? <laughs> Locker Dash. Yeah. yeah. I like it, Joe. Yeah. I like it. Locker Dash. We're in. Locker Dash. Good. Go ahead, breaking news. Breaking news. I like yep, that. Heard right. it here first. It, it does. You hear it here first. Lots of things happen. And so yeah. one of the other things that happens here on Live from Rabs, not only did we just launch Locker Dash, an Uber, an Uber service, oh, delivery service, service. <laughs> uh, to deliver accessories to your locker while you're out. Yeah. Um, we launched Rabs Got Talent, Joe. I heard about that. So I heard. I, it's live and we are yeah. accepting entries through May 15th. Yep. Yeah. We want you to show off your talents. That would be great. Whatever they might be. Yeah. Can I be one of the judges on that? Uh, so it's good. So here, this is what's going to happen. Okay. They're going to submit their videos. Okay. Uh, we're going to review them. Perfect. And then there's going to be a voting period. I like it. And then the voting period, the general public, all of America. Wow. That's cool. To vote. All of America. I absolutely. like it. All of America could go to the Rabs Country Lanes Facebook like page it. and we'll be able to vote on their favorite talent, I, their favorite bowler with idea. the amazing talent. Yep. And uh, there's some elusive prizes that we're going to give, including a trophy. Oh, a that's, sizable trophy. A sizable trophy. Who wouldn't want that? And then they're going to appear on. here on yeah. live with, from Rabs. Yeah. Uh, so you never know. I listen. I think it's a great idea. You know, having having done stand up comedy back in my previous life many years ago. Well, Joe, I think you should submit. I if I'm a judge, I can't submit. <laughs> I, you know, oh, I, well, I, you're gonna vote for. We're not really judging. We're gonna have a, a, a voting. Well, is the American voting. public? Okay. Oh, it's been a while since I did my stand up comedy. I'm going. Well, back you have a long plenty time. of time to go home and practice. <laughs> That's true. Joe. I could do my impressions of all my gangster movies, and I do the impressions like Paulie Walnuts on The Sopranos. You do them here too. I do them here. I do Al Pacino and Carl. Alito's way with Danny Bronco from the Bronx. <laughs> the girl Steffi belongs to the club. And I mean, if I ever see you here again, you die just like that. So, and your best impression of Amleto Monticelli? Oh, uh. Nazareth from, I am from Barquisimeto, Venezuela. And I want to open up a nightclub with a bowling alley in the basement for my friend Nazareth. Oh, no, but the best, the, his best imitation was uh, frowned upon, unfortunately. By Jason Belmonte. Oh yeah, that I didn't have my Australian. I gotta say, yeah, no, I, no. I don't have. It's tough for a Brooklyn guy. I mean, I could do well, some accents, but you have time. Australian is. Down. I don't really do the Australian. I kind of have to work on it, I you guess. Get time. We just yeah. start with the uh, uh, the witches, the witches hats. Yeah, we can start. What is that, mate? It's just, we call them witches hats. Yeah, <laughs> you're back to the English. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I'm back to the British. <laughs> I felt like I just watched. Yeah, it. I was watching it's, The Crown last yeah, night. You yeah. just you it, just it, entered. It made me yeah. feel like I was still watching. That TV. was more like an Ian Poulter from the PGA tour. You got the English though. You got the English. I do have the English down. Yeah, I do. I'm not. I'm not very good at those. I could do the impressions. I can't do much else, but I can do the impressions. So, but yeah, don't give up your day job. No, I. I hope not. Until they want to get rid of me. Oh, yeah. And you're right. You could just throw in a few mates. He tried that. It didn't work. I still sounded English. He couldn't get it past Balmonte. And Balmonte just like what? Yeah, he was like, no, that's. He called you right out. Scottish. Yeah, he called me Scottish. Yeah, like Scottish. I don't know. I. I, I have to say, Ryan Leg does some really oh, good. Oh, he does. Ryan Leg. Well, he, well he we're going to have to poke him. It's in his lineage, though. It's in the bloodline. But we'll yeah, poke he, him to be on yeah. our uh, on a, a, a talent because he. We remember we did the 
uh, pirate day. Yeah, we would talk like a pirate day here. He was all in on yeah, that. Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, but he spent his whole shift talking like a pirate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and it, but Monday nights would be bowl with or without alcohol. Yeah, uh, he's you, you just go up to him and go. Scottish. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he'll go right into it. Yeah, he's very good. Like, if, if you've seen those TikToks, and yeah. I caught Naz on TikTok before. She's down here. I don't know where you were sitting. Where were you sitting? I was right there. So you were sitting behind lanes 33 and 34, and I'm at my desk in the office, and I hear the music. And I know the music, because they're all the same. Yeah, they all sound the same. The same. Right, yeah, yeah. Right. They're all the same. And I'm, I caught Naz on TikTok. Now, I was hoping to come out of the office and start seeing her, you know, film or something. Oh, uh, no, no. no. <laughs> well, I'm, we're setting up a TikTok. I, I need a, I need a, a partner in crime there, but I, I think uh, I think I'm going to speak to them later today and see if we can. Oh, there you go. I gotta find on the first. TikToks, there's a couple of them that do the oh, really? impersonations, and they just basically say, go. And oh, really? Kids do it. Okay. Yeah, I, got, I, could have, I could have Jill set me up with that. She's good oh, with all that should, stuff. If, oh. if they warned me about TikTok, yeah. about watching it, yeah. I was like, uh, yeah. I, I, I don't have time for that. Well, yeah. I find you have to make found the time. The time. Yeah, I found it. Yeah. It just magically. There you go. Yeah. I'm, I, t I told you people spend at least an hour a day scrolling yeah. for advertisers. That's gold. Yeah. yeah. Now I don't want to ruin it for well, our kids, but yeah. You know what I think? Gold. Uh, I. It, there's not a lot of advertising in there. No. I mean, it just subtle. Kinda, yeah. yeah. It's subtle. Every. They are TikToks. Yeah. 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 I gotta talk yeah. to my daughter. Joe, you know who's famous on TikTok? Who's famous? Grandpas and dad. Oh, yeah. Really? And you know, I could see uh, like a Papa Joe or a Brooklyn Brooklyn Joe really? with a TikTok. And, and Jill can make no, you she'll, TikTok. Famous. No, she'll make that up for me with no, no problem. I saw my buddy Joe Bruno had a TikTok uh -oh. yesterday or the day before. Did yeah, you? I, he did. I didn't know uh, we have to check that out. It's yeah. amazing. So now the kids are home and they get yeah. you in trouble. Oh, yeah. I'm sure his sons did that to him. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure of it. Yeah. But there's a new one. Uh, it's one family, uh, Dino Dad, I think. I think mm -hmm. they, they, they basically, the guy goes nuts. As really? long as they call Dino Dad or whatever they really? say, he turns into a dinosaur. And <laughs> if there's food on the table, he flips it. He's, he's all oh. in. He is all in. Really? Yeah, and does and, he do the thing with the short arms? Yeah, he does the whole thing. The head in the table. Yeah. Some people go a little too far. And they were calling his wife a Karen. Really? Because she's the first one to say, right. come on. Right. Uh, and then now the joke is, I'm not a Karen. So you have mom <laughs> that insists that she's not a Karen. And then you have dinosaur dad doing wow. whatever right. he's doing. I, mean, I used to like on Facebook, they used to have fat dad. Bad dad. bad dad. He's still I around. Haven't, I haven't seen them. Bad dad. Videos He's good. In the mask. He was very funny. What are you doing? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I think he I used to annoy his. He used to really annoy his family. I can't which imagine. I think was very funny. In this whole right now oh, being yeah. locked up. Oh, most people yeah. locked up oh, together. My bad dad. He probably has some good. Uh, he may have come back now. Yeah. Maybe I'm gonna Through check this. it out. I haven't looked. And then I you got the Ebby family. I see John brought up a good point about Ryan Leg. He wears a skirt to play golf. Yes, he does. <laughs> they it's wear the not kilt. a skirt. Well, at the outings, it's they wear the kilt. It's a kilt. Yeah, the John calls it a skirt. Best but dressed. Yes. Best dressed award for like the five years family. straight. Yeah, they wear the kilts. They put the little uh, the, the tam shanter on, and they they were a little weak cool. the last yeah, year. Yeah, I don't think they was the year, last year they didn't dress up, but the year before they, you, their outfits year, weren't delivered. They didn't. Well, they weren't delivered. Right, Milton. Didn't oh, that's right. So they didn't have the game. Right, they didn't have their fourth. Well, we'll have to look forward to the yeah, 2021 wore, oh, golf was they, outing. Was that the year they wore the matching shirts? Like each of them wore a different yeah, color bird color. Yeah, shirt. like a sherbet color. Yeah, you're right. Sherbet right. colors. Yeah, it was yeah. Sherbert they got some wild golf outfits. The Lake family. What's your favorite sherbet flavor? <laughs> sherbet, a uh, creamsicle one. Creamsicle. Joe, coconut. I'm a lime oh, guy. He didn't even hesitate. Didn't hesitate. Oh, yeah. Coconut. Mm. Without a doubt. 
I like creamsicle. Or even like the one that comes from the supermarket, which is the one that's got loaded with sugar and oh, yeah. fat. Yeah. But it's got all three flavors, <laughs> orange. Yeah, that's, uh, how that's I FDA have to pick pass, some up on my way home. Oh, Tommy Valero. Hi, Valero. Uh, how you feeling, Tom? To the, and Joe, I saw popped in. Uh, you know, we, we've been thinking about you and hope that you guys are feeling well. Yes. So they posted a picture on draft night. They were all ready to go. Oh, cool. The Jets fans. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Uh, yes. So, hey, it's been a great Saturday afternoon. Yeah, awesome. Joe, thanks for coming back to the studio. Oh, my we'll pleasure. do this again. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow Sunday. We're going to kick off a new week. Ness, who's here with us tomorrow? Tomorrow we have uh, Joe Laverty, a uh, former advance writer, former – Staten Island parent writer, yeah. and currently, I believe he's writing for the uh, uh, Federation uh, of Teachers uh, newspaper oh, or newsletter. Oh, nice. I believe that's what he's doing. And he's fellow Mets fan, and he's a oh. big yeah, Mets I know fan. he's a Mets fan. Yeah, uh, which put him over the top. So, um, <laughs> and then uh, Dr. Victor Dolan's going to be joining us tomorrow. He's always. Interesting to speak yeah, to. Sure. Um, interesting and animated. He's very animated, yeah. and I'm sure he's going to have. I've I've given him strict instructions, <laughs> no politics. Yeah, no, no. And uh, he'll be talking to us, giving us some maybe updates of things we can do to keep ourselves healthy. Yeah. And uh, virtual adjustments. <laughs> virtual adjustment. Yeah, there you go. And uh, and you know, uh, feeling good. Not only through what we're going through now, but uh, yeah. all the time. Yeah, he's so, he's definitely a character, and he's got some great information. Team also, we'll talk to him about it. He's also on the Team USA uh, group of doctors. Oh, nice. He has yeah. traveled with Team USA over the years. Yes, he has. He's and right he's down a, the block. He's a, a also a, a assistant a medical person for Curtis High School. I know he helps oh, them. Wow. He's present at all their games and. Uh, yeah, he does that stuff. Oh, and the uh, police and firemen when they have they have a yeah, yeah. football game. Oh, they do. Yeah. yeah, they have a huge game. Yep, every he's, year. Uh, yep. There for that too. And he's he's gotten back into bowling. Oh wow! Yes. Well, one of his grandchildren is uh, very interested in it. So you know what that means. And it's been fun. So tomorrow yeah. we've got a great show. We've got Joe Laverde and Dr. Dolan. <laughs> Joe, La- Joe Labago knows. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, oh, Joe says, "Oh no, Victor." And Kevin wrote, "Sorry to hear that." <laughs> Uh, also this week, we've uh, throughout the week, we've got some other great guests. Yeah. Uh, Joanne Gerenzer from Eden 2 is oh. going to join us. You know Joanne well. Yes. When it, uh, golfer. Golfer. Female golfer. Uh, yes. She's Very awesome. Yep. She's going to talk a little bit about what's going on at Eden 2, and we'll yep. talk about our community. Um, <laughs> our <laughs> weekly check-in with Pam Silvestri. Pam Silvestri. Pam. Pamela Silvestri. Yep. Uh, Dr. Dean Nez. Dr. De- uh, Melissa, are you listening? Dr. Dean is going to be here. Uh, I believe he's going to be here on Friday. Oh, that's cool. Um, he is still teaching, so we uh, kind of put our uh, schedule, <laughs> oh, change our schedule around to accommodate him. But it will be regular time on Friday, and he is a wealth of information, and he, I'm really looking forward wow, to him being cool. here. Bowling psychiatrist, bowling psychologist. He is a sports psychologist. Call, sports <laughs> psychologist. Yeah. Yeah, right. And uh, he's great. He's If you haven't heard of him, Go to YouTube, Google him, yeah. check out some of his videos because he is really, he's spot on. Wow, that's spot cool. on. Hey, and, and breaking news, you heard it here yesterday. We asked Chuck. Chuck said yes. Put me in touch with Dasha. And on Tuesday, Dasha Kovalova is going to be here with Very us. Nice. It's the way things happen here. Queens champion. 
300. Did you, did you watch that? I did show? not watch it, but I'm going to go you, back. You, Joe, and watch need it. to go watch I'm that telecast. She bowled a 300 game against Liz I'm gonna, Johnson. I'm going to YouTube it. I'm going to watch like it. She's like the. She's a goat. Yeah, Liz. She's, I know Liz is. Yeah, so I'm going to go back. And watch I don't. That. I, you know, I like the phrase "greatest of all time," yeah. but <laughs> I don't like the goat. Yeah, because every time I see it, I a... think they're calling somebody an actual goat. Right. And then I have to look at the uh, the. Uh, how they're using it, right? The context of it, and I go, "Oh, they actually mean greatest." But in some time. in some cases, you look at you think about someone. So Walter Ray, right? He's a goat. Wow. And you could take that in. He's an old guy. Yeah, he's been out there for a long time. No, but when I hear that, yeah, yes. But I think of the Daily News with the, goat. the hero and the goat yes, in what's World the, Series with the, with the uh, World Series. Bill Gallo. Th- yes, he used to have that's exactly back what in I the seventies. The hero and the goat, and say when the Mets played the A's in seventy three. That's exactly right? what I'm talking about. And you get say like the game one hero was maybe like I don't know. And they John used to Matt, have Matt Matt the, it was on the back and he, page, right? And he had the little like rose going through his teeth <laughs> with a little that was John Matlack. And the goat in game one was I don't know maybe Vita Blue, and he had the goat horns, <laughs> right? You have amazing. Memory. More useless information, <laughs> folks, but thank you. Again, you heard some more useless information here. And it was not a show about nothing. No. But we could not. easily make it a show yes, about nothing with, with all of that information. <laughs> so we got a great week ahead of us, Des. We're looking we forward do. to this, Joe. Yeah. Looks good. Joe, we want to see you back in the studio whenever you're ready. I, whenever you, you can. Yes. Get here whenever I can sneak yeah. away from WFH, working from home. Yes. Whenever I can sneak away from WFH and get here during the week, I will try. But, oh, it's been so busy even working from home. But I'll definitely be back next Saturday, God willing. So who who do we have next Saturday? Do oh, we have the Pro Bowl? We do, but you're gonna you're gonna have to wait uh, this okay. week to get that in. Okay, all right. So you know we can we can't give you everything. No, no, I, I listen. We want I, you to be excited, and I, we want well, I want people to watch every day to, to see what's gonna happen. I'm already excited. So next week, another uh, PBA, <laughs> yeah, uh, a legend, all star, yeah. Man, uh, listen, I'm already. I don't care who it is. I'll be here. I'm ready. Uh, uh, when I find out, I'll be what ready to the- go. Coming through this yes. 1988. Yeah, we can start looking here. Oh, we God. may come up with somebody. You never so, know. A week full of guests. PWBA rock star this yeah, week. Yeah, that's, that's so, great. Awesome. That's uh, great. Looking forward to it. Uh, we're going to talk more community, bowling. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, everything and anything. Good stuff. And nothing. Yeah. Everything like a culmination, <laughs> a potpourri of everything. <laughs> well, yeah. Joe, thanks for joining Naz and I again my today. Uh, we know you'll be back. Uh, oh, please yes. come back as soon as possible. I will do my best. Uh, if you're watching, please continue to like, love, share. Uh, there's an angry face. Uh, somebody post hit the angry button. <laughs> Pearl, I don't know what you were angry about, but I don't like see. I don't really like seeing that up on the screen. Yeah, it's Pearl like- hit it for some reason. Maybe she didn't like something we said, and we're sorry that we insulted you today. Yeah, I- or maybe she was just maybe she's upset that we're still closed. Maybe and she's angry. Right. I- I'm not going to take it personal. Maybe it's just to say yeah. no. I wouldn't take it personal. Yeah. Unless she's made it. But I know that was Pearl. One of the was- four agreements is don't take it. Yeah, th- yeah, that's right. You can't. You just can't. If you're watching us on, on YouTube, subscribe. Be sure to like our page so you get that little notification that tells you that Naz and I are live from Inside Rabs, uh, and we're looking forward to the rest of the week. Thank you, Mike. Mike, you Yeah, he was great. great. He was good. He, he was, was great. Good. Yep. We're so lucky. Yeah, really. Well, we're so lucky. You want to know why, Naz? Because what do we do here? We keep it real. Keep it real. That's keep why. It real. That's why it works. That's why Mike That's was so like complimentary. Sitting around having a coke. Yeah. Can a I Pepsi. Help you? Can I help having you? a what? Having a Pepsi. Can I help you? <laughs> <laughs> having a what? A Pepsi. Having a Pepsi. Pepsi. I said. I said yeah, you said. Dude, that's nah, all right. It's okay. Sorry. We we picked her up. We, we picked her up. Yeah. Oh. We picked her up. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Must have been Rod and she was venting. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Pepsi, 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 yeah. Pepsi, Pepsi. Uh, I'm gonna well, go big Pepsi. Folks. Thanks for tuning in. 
We'll see you tomorrow. That was great. Right here, 2 p.m. Until further notice. UFN, don't forget to get your locker dash stuff in. Don't forget. Yep, yeah, look out for that. that post. Watch this weekend for the post on the Facebook page. Yeah, wash your hands. Don't Keep your distance. Face. Keep the distance. And it's all good. Eventually, it's going to get good again. We'll see you tomorrow. Naz. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> there you go. That was great.